0: The Cooped Up Podcast is brought to you guys by Anchor.fm. People are always asking me, Koopa, how do I start my own podcast? And my answer, Anchor is the best place to go. Anchor is the easiest way to start your own podcast. It's free and it includes easy to use tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only is it easy to use, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on sites like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more platforms. It's everything you need to make a podcast In one place. So, do you want to start a podcast about sports, music, literature? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome back to another episode of the Cooped Up Podcast, the podcast that unfortunately peaked in high school. My name is Koopa, folks, and every other week or week, I haven't quite decided yet, um, I sit down with one of my friends and we talk about all the happenings of how we've been spending our times inside, and I got a special treat for you guys this week, because I'm sitting down with somebody who actually doesn't know me from the gaming scape, they knew me as a real person. So, and that
1: is that is how I know you. Yes, that's definitely that, that true. Is, that is
0: very true. So, folks, we're gonna we're gonna be getting into it here. I am here with my one of my longest running friends. So long, in fact, we went to prom together. Uh, my friend Amanda Nardone. Hey, Amanda, how are you?
1: Hey. Oh my God. Hey. Thanks for having me.
0: I know this is this is so weird, and I am sure it's just as weird for you to have seen me. You know, because you know we we've known each other for a long time. I think we're encroaching on a decade of friendship, which is crazy.
1: I know I know we go back really far, and it's so funny too, because like I follow you on Twitter and everything, so I know that like you're all like professional and shit with like your gaming stuff and whatever. but like I was wondering, do they know your real name? Can I call you by your real name? No, you,
0: you can use my government, that's fine, like most <laughs> perfect, I actually perfect. prefer it it's funny because most of my like the people that I've met, like as being like the moniker Koopa, like most of my friends, they call me by my real name because it's weird, otherwise, like
1: okay, yeah. I was thinking about calling you that, and I'm like, oh, it just feels so wrong. Like you're Kyle.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I am. Th- please don't call me Koopa. It's weird. <laughs>
1: okay, good deal. That that works for me.
0: So, I, you know, we've we've known each other for a long time. Um, and I was actually thinking about this because, you know, the I've recorded two episodes of this so far. Only one of them is live right now, but I asked my two other guests, you know, our our history with our friendship, and for me, it, it was like pretty easy because they were like pretty fresh in my mind but I keep trying to think of like when we like really became friends and I was trying to like pinpoint it. And like, I don't know if you have like a, a more like, like a more like collective memory than I do. Cause you're, you know, I'm old and you know that they say the first thing you lose is your mind. So like, do you remember like when we like first actually became friends?
1: No, it's so funny. Right before we started recording, I was like, he's probably going to ask me like when we started becoming, becoming friends and I can't, I cannot pinpoint when I think I think we met through other friends and it just slowly like built. But I can't think of one one moment, one like instance where we hung out. We were like, oh, yeah, let's let's be friends. Except for like the real starting point was like your senior prom. And then after that, we were like, oh, yeah, we're 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 boys.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's a it's a great story. I won't tell all of it because I don't want to. But um, (laughs) I it was my senior prom. And I needed a last minute date. And I was like, um, dang, like, who do I know that will, like, be willing to drop everything on a dime's notice and go to prom with me? And I was like, oh, that's sick. I'll just ask Amanda. And I was and that was my uh,
1: sophomore ass was like, absolutely. Sign me up.
0: (laughs) I forgot. Like, I I keep forgetting that you're I always forget, like, how old you are sometimes because, like, we were adults now. So, like. No, wait. How old are you? I'm 26.
1: Okay. That's yeah. I'm 24. It's only two years. That's not that crazy.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. So, which we, okay. I think we are getting close to, I think next year will be the the decade mark, which is insane. Um, Yeah, it really is. And it's so
1: funny too, because like, I, I was thinking about it just before we started recording too. I was like, like there's a huge difference between being 22 and being 23. And like, I feel like now that I've passed even 23, I feel genuinely old. And <laughs> like, like once you pass 22, it's like, there are no more songs that like celebrate how old you're turning. Like no one can send you a YouTube link of like a song that has your age in it. And that's true. That's true. Age in my opinion.
0: Well, there is one song, but it's, it's not a, a very flattering song because they'll send you what's my age again by blink one eighty two And the, the true. Sad and truth then is that's that like no, the end of the line. <laughs> yeah. There is one song by a band uh, called the wonder years that I like, uh, they have a song called "Passing Through a Screen Door," and like in one of the lines in the bridge, it says "Jesus Christ, I'm 26." So like when I got to when I got to the, the ripe age of 26, which in my field is like getting on the older side, which makes you feel awful, but also I'm still young and cool because I have a podcast. But absolutely, absolutely, yeah. After
1: after 22 like the songs about your age start getting like really depressing it's not like i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 it's like fuck i'm 23 you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> it, it feels that way sometimes but uh, i want to go back to prom really quick because i was just thinking about this and this is a fun like i feel like this happens like it's a it's a weird social media thing that i noticed that like every year around like prom time everybody just, just like oh let's all post our prom pictures and I obviously have no, you know, qualms about doing that because a we took the pictures in my backyard flex, and b I was I was reminded of a great uh, story the other day when I was talking to my girlfriend about um the first time. So fun fact: when we drove to prom together, it was the first time I'd like driven with another person like that like wasn't just myself. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god, It's crazy! <laughs> and I remember vividly one of my favorite memories of this day was uh your grandfather i believe he was just like make sure you take good care of my granddaughter and i was i he, he looked like pretty serious about it and i was like oh boy this is oh my
1: god man he was a scary man but he did not sc- mess around at all i don't doubt for a second that he like stared deep into your eyes and shook your hand with like all of his might and was probably like do not even think about it like
0: <laughs> no 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 hesitation at all there was no there was no break in his voice like he was he was serious and i'm like oh brother <laughs> it's so
1: funny. I remember you telling me that, too. And I was like, yeah, that sounds on brand for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is another f- fun idea that I've had, obviously, because um, it, it's really it's really refreshing to talk to someone that like, you know, I, I know with like a little bit more history than just the fact that I am a, a D-list nerd celebrity on the Internet. And that's even <laughs> me like being like like Frank about it. Um, and I saw this great thing on the internet the other day, and I wanted to ask you this. Um, there was a trend going around of people being like, what was the story that went around your high school? Like, what was the story? And I tried thinking of a couple, because we obviously went to the same high school together. Um, is there anything that comes to mind that was just like, what was your, like, big, like, oh, my school did, like, X thing? Oof.
1: oh at, at BHS, let me think. Um, if we're talking drama, there was – plenty of that like do you remember how dramatic our high school experience was yes like, <laughs> oh my god like like it, there was some moments where it was like straight out of skins in like the worst way but like no one really knew knew why like we were just this small town with like so much drama i don't really know why but, Yeah. um i mean there was there was the instance <laughs> this is all like a little bit sensitive but like there's this instance where our math teacher was caught like like you know beating up his wife or something and that that was like sketchy remember that
0: oh god I forgot about that also paying no attention to the phone that's ringing in the background right now it's fine
1: (laughs) oh I didn't even hear it you're good but um yeah that was that was crazy that was crazy like stupid like I don't know like, like a whole bunch of stories about drugs like like the amount of just sexual promiscuity (laughs) that went down at VHS like it was kind of crazy what's what story do you think of in your head when when you think of that
0: so I think of a really long week um because I this this, like sits vividly with me hold on one second um I I had to get my thoughts together for a second um so (laughs) there was one story that came to mind uh I think when I was a freshman uh there, within the span of a week, there was a fire that was started in the downstairs bathroom. Uh, somebody threw a cigarette out in, in the trash. Yes. And, um. Yeah, and it, it lit like the downstairs bathroom on fire. And it took until I was maybe like I think there was maybe like three weeks left in my senior year before that bathroom was like operational again. Because it, like, oh my God, after that happened,
1: ground. I was still in middle school when that happened. But I heard about it obviously and. And when I got to high school, when there was one, do you remember having one bathroom for the entire
0: school? Yes. It was terrible. Because of that? Yeah. And it was was always like upstairs.
1: Yes. It was awful. And, and we had to sign in and out of it for this. There was one bathroom with what, two stalls in it. I know the girls' room only had two stalls for the entire school because someone decided to put a cigarette out on a roll of toilet paper, like three years prior. And everyone was screwed over for like five years after that.
0: Yeah, it was awful. I remember that like they we had a fire drill. And like, I always like did this thing in my head when we had fire drills at school where they're like, Oh, you have to have two fire drills a month. And like, I think we had already had like our two fire drills that month. And then the fire alarms went off. And I'm just like, Oh, this is real. This is happening. Oh My God, (laughs) it's actually happening.
1: Fire drills. We had so many fire drills. We had so many bomb scares. do You remember hiding out on not hiding, but like standing out on the bleachers, waiting for the the fire department to come to clear the school, like multiple times.
0: Yes, I have vivid memories of that. And it's funny, the thing with the fire is that they didn't even like send us all, like they didn't they weren't going to send us home because the bathroom got scorched down. They sent us home because smoke got into the cafeteria and like got onto the food. And I, I think like state law requires that like you must feed like students if they're in your premises for at least like four hours a day or something like that. So they were like, Oh, we can't feed you guys, so you guys can just go home. And I was like, Oh my like, god. Oh, yeah, sick. that
1: sounds that sounds very on brand for Bootin, just to be yeah. like like, um actually this is too complicated. Everyone just leave. I know you had an education <laughs> to get today, but yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. tomorrow
0: <laughs> yeah that that happened um i think that same week there was like someone was like trying to like instigate like a race war rumor which was really weird like so, it oh was, my god yeah it was really stupid there was like cops in the in the cafeteria for like a few weeks because of what happened and like this one kid was just kind of like super like up in this like security guard's face and he just was, he was like dude just go to the principal's office <laughs> like, oh my was, god it was bad it was.
1: There was one year we, we had a uh, I think our, our my math teacher or something like had to, had maternity leave and she went away for a few months. So we got a brand new teacher and the students at our school were so ruthless that it was like her her trial period for this job. And she was in there for maybe a week. And the principal came in to just like see how she was doing. And long story short, all the students in my class were so terrible to her. That she got fired the next day.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah,
1: no, our, our school was like, let's just like those those of you listening, like let's just say our school didn't prioritize learning first.
0: <laughs> like, no, no, they did not. Um, it was
1: like it was like number one, make sure that no one's killing each other. Number two, maybe learn something.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was a time. Um, I, I I there's like I could probably feel like a whole like five hour podcast about like what going to our high school was like, and for like it's it's for like maybe like the the handful of people that I like still communicate with, like from people we went to high school with, like I'm I'm sure they would appreciate it, um. But there is a couple other things I wanted to ask you. So obviously we both hail from a small town, a relatively small town in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um. And you you you're one of my favorite people because you are so like. You 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 really just kind of flew by the seat of your pants for a while. It feels like where you're just like yeah. I remember us talking about this, and you're like yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to go to like college right away. I might want to do this. I might want to do that. So like, you've lived in a couple of different places. You've worn a couple of different hats. What's like your what what's the favorite your favorite place that you've been since you've been like moved out of your small town area?
1: Oh oh okay um well it's let's see. I moved out of my of of our hometown in twenty eighteen to uh, like a half an hour away to my apartment in uh, East Rutherford. And that apartment was i as a like a twenty something year old who like hardly had any money to their name and was still in college, that apartment was far too nice for me to be in. like <laughs> I didn't deserve that apartment. it um I got really, really lucky through like a college housing page on Facebook and like, that apartment had this massive balcony it had i had like my own bathroom it was a huge bedroom with wood floors and like that place was really really lit i loved that place but um in terms of my favorite place that i've been over the past few years it's probably tampa florida i lived in orlando for a little bit i went down there to work for disney just because i had graduated college and i was like you know, I don't necessarily want to immediately get a, uh, you know, big girl job. (laughs) I want to kind of fuck around (laughs) for a year. So there was the option to um, work for Disney world, which is what my, both my sisters did. So I was like, yeah, screw it. My sister lives down in Orlando. I can just go down there, hang out with her, work for Disney, whatever. So I did that and that ended and I ended up getting a really good job in Tampa. So I got an apartment down there and that was the first time I had really lived completely on my own just like left to completely my own devices like like it was up to me to pay rent go grocery shopping buy buy everything for myself i was completely alone and even like the really good friends that i had made in orlando were still like an hour and a half away from me so obviously i would drive and see them but the most part like i was quarantined alone in tampa and that sounds like a really sad thing. It's like, oh, you're all alone. Like, you can't really hang out with people because, you know, of the, of the pandemic, whatever. But I was eating it up. Like, I was thriving, <laughs> it. Like, I I would just spend all day, like, like, well, I would work. And then when work would end, I would, I would, you know, have a glass of wine, turn on music, like, do my makeup, just absolutely vibe in my own room alone, and then do it all over again the next day. And I was only there for about three months because... Um, it was just a really short term lease and it was a short term job but i loved tampa like it was a great experience i'm so glad i moved there
0: yeah i like um i forget <laughs> like the journey of you becoming florida woman was like very <laughs> fun to watch from afar because like from a lot of the stories that like you've told me is, is that like florida is like just as insane as it sounds and i'll get back to that in a bit but i actually completely forgot for a hot second About this Disney thing, so like, do you want to talk a little bit more about what your working at Disney experience was? Because people are going to hear that, they're going to be like, "Yo, what?" Like,
1: oh yeah, yeah, okay. So everyone knows about the Disney College Program, probably. If you don't, it's you know, you go down, you're a slave to the Disney Corporation. They pay you less than all their other workers because (laughs) you're quote unquote. But um, so I did that, and my job. So it was, it was honestly, it sounds shitty, but I'm not like a diehard disney person i did this program because it was an easy way to get my foot in the door to like you know being independent and being on my own so like they were offering me a job and an apartment all in one and i was like sounds great i didn't go there because i was like you know i love disney i wanted to hang out with mickey mouse every day so <laughs> so what what happened was i got a like as far as these jobs go that you can like get placed in I got the absolute shittiest job possible, but as far as that goes, I—I I, I was, it was lucky because if someone else who was really excited about going to Disney and working for Disney got this, they would be really disappointed. But for me, I really didn't care, so it was fine. Um, but I was a custodian at um, Coronado Springs Resort, which is actually where the NBA just uh, was – uh, training so when I saw them like training in the the big uh, convention centers I was like oh I fucking swept that every day of my life for the past year but um <laughs> so I was a custodian there and I um, just I cleaned bathrooms I mopped floors I emptied garbage cans I scrubbed toilets <laughs> for Disney World and that was essentially what I did for how long was that like five months I and think so,
0: yeah. it was
1: yeah, it was about five months. Um, I was in Orlando and I I consider myself really lucky to have been placed in that position because again, like, I feel like if I got placed in one of the parks or something, I, it would have been wasted on me because I would have been like, oh, my feet are tired, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> So like... I, I met great people at Coronado like I loved all of them my co-workers were so great and like um like I met one of my best friends there he worked at, at you know the concession stand by the pool at Coronado so it was a great experience definitely not like the quintessential Disney Disney World experience that everybody kind of wishes for when they get you know the internship but I loved it regardless and it was a great foot in the door to like have my own apartment down there and like kind of be independent and be on my own. So yeah, that's, that's what I did for like five months. And it was a really, it was an interesting experience.
0: That's awesome. Like, it's funny. You you say that you're, you're not a big Disney person, but yet you spent five months acting out the the first half of Cinderella for what it felt like you're just, just cleaning up after rich white people all day it feels like that's essentially exactly what
1: it was except there was no fairy godmother and i never got to wear a dress or anything i just had these really <laughs> ugly uniforms that i wore every day your uniform and then was pretty was,
0: ugly i'm not gonna front
1: it <laughs> was so ugly we would call ourselves like the sushi rolls like the salmon rolls because it was these dark green pants like like the color of seaweed and these obnoxious like orange peach colored shirts with like a big white stripe down the middle And it didn't go along with the theme of the of the hotel at all like not even remotely the theme of our our hotel was like spain and like latin american countries and for some reason i looked like a literal salmon roll and it didn't really or like an inmate really (laughs) it really didn't make any sense we just called ourselves the inmates or like the the salmon rolls because we looked ridiculous and like i feel like that's just kind of a cornerstone of working for disney though too and like some people are really going to hate on me for for talking badly about Disney, but like it's this massive corporation where like you kind of have to, you know, relinquish all of your dignity to work for them. So whatever. But that's kind <laughs> of like a, that's a trend when it comes to working for Disney. It's like you're going to work for Disney, you're going to get paid peanuts and you're going to look stupid while you do it. And that's kind of exactly what I did. And but it was a cool experience overall. I can't shit on it too much. Um, it, I had a lot of fun.
0: Is that going to stop me from giving my money to the big mouse every month so I can watch the Mandalorian? Probably not, but it's fine.
1: Absolutely not, because I do the same. So, you know,
0: <laughs> um, so we can get into some more of that in a bit. But we, we were just talking about uh how, you know, we've known each other for a while, but we haven't had much of an opportunity to, like, catch up because you did just move back home for a, for a spell um in the midst of a pandemic, mind you. So Godspeed to you. That's that's a lot to have to do especially coming all the way from Florida back to like little old New Jersey, which is crazy. Um, so I just wanted to ask you how you're, you know, how are you? Like, what, what, what you, what, what are you up to now that you're you're back home in the midst of a, a global health crisis?
1: <laughs> I'm good. Honestly, it's been, it's been like a really, really crazy year. I've, I've lived in like three different places the past, you know, not less than a year. Um, I went from Orlando to Tampa Tampa, now I'm up at my sister's house uh, near Trenton because I am going to move to uh, Arlington, Virginia, right next to D.C. within the next you know week or so to live. Um, it's a childhood friend. I don't know if I should say names, but like I'm gonna move in with my childhood friend there. She has an empty room for me. I'm very excited to move there, but I'm gonna be in the D.C. area within the next week. So I'll have gone from New Jersey to Orlando to Tampa to trenton to dc within the past like year so it's 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 a lot
0: (laughs) wow yeah that that is a lot like you're you're very uh (laughs) you're very well traveled and um you know and and it's it's fun because like you you've just lived as such as adventurous lifestyle like it's it's i i love like you know it's just because you're obviously one of my friends and like i like seeing my friends like do interesting things with their with their times like I'm sure the same feeling that you've had seeing me, like, as this weird nerd adult on Twitter is the same, like, feeling. Oh my that God, I get. yes. Yeah, like, it, it's the same feeling that I get. Cause I'm just like, yo, like, she's working for Disney. She might have single handedly turned Georgia to vote blue. Like, there's a, I'm, I'm planting seeds because you're, I've, I've always thought that, like, you've, you've taken such an interesting path. And, like, that's awesome.
1: The key is to just absolutely have no idea what you're doing. <laughs>
0: Great. Cause I still don't know what the hell I'm doing,
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I forgot to say that about Tampa too. I had that job working, uh, as a, a, a voter turnout rep and I called Georgia and that's like one of my biggest accomplishments to date, I believe, because when I saw that Georgia was blue, I, I like almost cried. I was like, I did that. Oh my God. Like me and my coworkers, <laughs> we did that. But yeah, that was, that was my job in Tampa. And, um, it's just like, it's been kind of a, I, I spent so much time, like especially in undergrad, because I couldn't really go away for school or anything. I spent so much time in undergrad um, wishing I could just like put myself out there and do shit. And now that I I finished I graduated and I I didn't necessarily have a plan, but I just decided to go out and kind of wing it and you know see what I experience in the meantime. That's kind of just like the vibe I've been on. Like just go out there, even though you don't have a plan at least be doing something other than nothing. So that's what I've been doing. And it's been really fun. Lots of cool experiences, met a lot of cool people, um, you know, and there's more to come too. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. And, and it's awesome. So I did send you the same list of questions that I sent all my guests because at, at its core, you know, as, as much as I like to just like trot around the internet and, t- you know, and, and tweet about things that don't matter. Um, this is a a the, the pop culture podcast that I've started because obviously, like you even said it yourself, you just vibe out in your room for hours upon hours in a day. You know, just, oh yeah, just chilling out, max relaxing out, cool. So <laughs> uh, I w- so I wanted to ask you a question. What's something that you've like, and, and, and it'll be pretty like rigorous. What what's something that you've watched in your extended time staying inside, like you're that like really like sunk you in. Like, what's what's a piece of media that you really enjoyed?
1: So, uh, recently, I want to say within the past, like, three months, I have absolutely just enveloped myself in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Ooh, okay. <laughs> like, I ha- I have watched every season. I'm currently re-watching the season right now because I'm just, uh, I'm obsessed with it. It is so much fun. And I swear to God, Kyle, like, if you ever, like, need a confidence boost, all you have to do is watch Drag Queens. And it's like, oh, right, I'm <laughs> that bitch like it's so simple i love them so much my favorite is katya shout out katya i'm obsessed with her she i want her to be my mother um but that's what i've been watching almost like exclusively just so that you get to know like the culture and everything because even just within the show like there's a whole vocabulary list that like you need to know before you start watching it like i don't know if you've ever watched it have you watched the show
0: so i've seen like maybe like episodes when i'm like at home with my mom because she'll like scroll through it i know that my girlfriend like swears by it it's like it's a show that she really likes um i and i like from what i've seen like whether it be from like clip shows or like other stuff online like it it, it feels around my alley i love reality tv so like it's always something that like it's it's one of my like various like comfort things when i just want to just like sit down and not think for like 45 minutes to an hour exactly
1: exactly yeah and like i i'll be the first to like like call myself out when it comes to like the media that I watch when it comes to kind of just chilling and 99.9% of the time, the media that I choose to just kind of zone out on is absolute trash. And like, (laughs) like you, like YouTube videos, like I will watch people like unbox shit while I'm just like zoning out, eating popcorn. Like, like I just watch (laughs) mind numbing shit because like, I think so much during the day, I don't want to think while I'm during my leisure time, you know? So, um, RuPaul's Drag Race not that it's like mindless and stupid like it's very smart and thought out but like it's just the the pinnacle of reality tv in a sense that like there's just like like you know manufactured drama (laughs) and like like just things that didn't even need to be in there the pun jokes are so wacky and like that's why I love it it's just kind of entirely chaotic but it's in the funnest way possible i
0: love it so much and it's a competition show right like there's a prize at the end of this
1: yeah they win like a hundred thousand dollars for becoming uh you know the next drag race superstar or whatever and like essentially it's they do like challenges and with every week there's a challenge and a runway so they have to complete a challenge whether it's like a skit or like doing a commercial or something and then they put on this crazy crazy runway um outfit whether it's like there's some theme to it the one that I just watched is like bearded lady so they had to look as feminine as possible but also with a beard on and like fantastic and it's it's just so chaotic but it's so fun to watch I highly highly recommend it and on top of that like if you, again, if you ever need a confidence boost, literally all you have to do is embody the energy of a drag queen and you're set. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for that. And I, I love that answer because, um, like, like I said, one of my many comfort things is, um, is reality television. And one of my favorite shows, and, I, and if you follow me on Twitter, you know, that my brand only has like five or six, like tent pulls to it, which is like, you know, anime sonnet the hedgehog super smash brothers and survivor <laughs> because <laughs> yeah Sur- like survivor is like one of my favorite shows of all time and i recently uh i think it was about a year ago so if you don't know the context of survivor uh it's a it's a cbs reality show uh it drops like 18 like 16 to 20 people on a deserted island for 39 days and whoever's the last person standing on the island like gets a million dollars uh, it's been airing since it, – it has 40 seasons, and it's been airing since the year 2000. And it, at the end of – in the beginning of 2020, like back – I think uh, it just wrapped up its 40th season, like back in this past May. And um, when they announced the season ahead of time, I, I went on a journey, Amanda. I, I watched – there was about 32 seasons that I hadn't seen or hadn't seen in a while, and I watched all of them over the course of a year. And, oh my God. Yeah. So, when you like, can like
1: binge something like that, that's, that is the best. Yeah. That's, best. That's, that's a sign of a really great show.
0: <laughs> no, it was, it was <laughs> not all of it was great, but it was entertaining at the very least. Like <laughs> that might've been like the hardest binge I've ever like ever went on. Where like, you know, I'm, I, I think what I did for, for months at a time was just like, I like ate, I slept, I went to work and I watched Survivor and like, that's it. And it was, it was awesome. Um, yeah,
1: reality TV is is great like that. Like it, again, like obviously, I, I watch better shit than reality TV, but there's something special about just like just how kind of shitty reality TV is. It just kind of it's it's comforting.
0: No, it is. So like Survivor was like a, a fun watch uh, for me while that, that technically wasn't in quarantine, but like I, I definitely wrapped it up in quarantine. And they actually put two of their seasons on Netflix. Uh, which is really cool because for the longest time, their content had been locked behind, like, CBS All Access, which is, like, kind of crappy because it's another streaming service you have to pay for. But uh, one of my favorite things that I've seen while I've been home myself is that me, me and my girlfriend are obsessed with watching dating shows. We love watching, like like, crappy, like – Like reality TV shows, where like you're some. I was
1: hoping you would say that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so like I remember, um, in the beginning of the year, we we've watched three of them so far while we've been like (laughs) like in quarantine together because there were like various times where like, you know, we both had to quarantine away from each other. She was away like visiting family for like a month, so like we needed something to watch like while we were like away from each other and like we didn't want to watch anything that would like would make us have to think we just wanted to like like you said just like kind of watch mind-numbing stuff and nothing is more mind-numbing than watching like people fall in love on a reality show (laughs) like it's it's so stupid so we uh the first one we watched was love is blind it's just the netflix vehicle um you based the concept of the show is that these people like they they are like trying to find like their life partners are trying to get married the, the concept of the show is that you you're supposed to get married within a week of meeting your partner um and the gimmick is that you don't meet them until you like propose to them so like you're like communicating with this person like behind a wall and you don't know what they look like you only know what they sound like um the results I think were-
1: i watched the first few episodes of that and like I remember thinking, I mean, I lived with my sister like during this, this, whatever time that came out. So she was not into it. So I didn't get to watch more of it, but I watched the first few episodes and I was like, these people are really just in opposite rooms and they're going to end up proposing to each other. And that's the entire premise of this show. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, the, the, the results were were fantastic. Um, there's this, <laughs> there's this one, there's always that like one person on a reality, like there's always a villain on a reality show. And like the villain on this season sucked, and it kind of set the mood for 2020 because she accidentally like, like, like her cat accidentally air quotes like drank out of her wine glass, and, we, and the the collective communities were like, ooh, fuck this chick, like that's no bueno.
1: Oh no, they canceled her because her cat drank out of her wine glass.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely looked like she was like doing it on purpose, but like, it's, oh she
1: was, oh yeah, fuck that then, that's yeah, stupid. She, yeah,
0: she's a she's problematic. Um. So that was one show we watched. We also watched uh, <laughs> Too Hot to Handle, which is another Netflix vehicle. And this Oh, one, my God. Yes. This one might have been – I don't know if you've seen this one before or not.
1: No, this one, yes. I did not watch it because I was like my brain – I don't know if my brain can handle that. But I, that is one prim- – I, I can't imagine the person who pitched this show and the group of people who were like, yeah, let's see if that's possible. Let's see if we can do that. Like I can't imagine what that writer's room was like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, like, if you haven't seen the show, again, it's also on Netflix. It might be the favorite of the three shows that I've watched because of how outlandish the concept is. But basically, they take, like, they, they take, I don't know, like, ten people. They put them on a deserted island in Fiji. And, like, the 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 common denominator with these people is that they're all, like, addicted to dating apps. Like, and they're, they all, like, are, like, dumb, like, hot people that can't stop having sex. And the, the concept of the show is that there's a hundred thousand dollar prize pool. And in order to like win the most amount of money possible for the group, you can't like kiss anybody. You can't have sex with anybody. Like you, they are foreboding you from engaging in, in, in sexual conduct. Um, in order for you to win prize money and the results were, Oh my God, it it was, it was so bad and so funny. Like, (laughs) like, like, I saw
1: one clip of that show where like someone was mad at the other person. So they made out with each other just so that the other person lost money or like the whole group lost money. And like, I I can't imagine, usually people watch shows like that. Like, I don't know, like a Jersey shore esque show to see people hook up, you know, like people that's like, a huge part of the show so like i don't i don't understand how how they thought that it would be a good idea to make it so that they can't hook up and it's like just a a whole season of sexual frustration between like strangers you know i don't know how did it go like what ended up happening
0: so it (laughs) it was weird so like a couple of people like left the island because they like couldn't find a connection or something like that which is like like it, the show didn't like eliminate anybody. Like there wasn't like an elimination process like there is on like other reality shows. Um. So like by the end, like just for context, like if you kiss somebody, it costs you three thousand dollars out of the prize pool. Um. So like that's my th- god. Yeah. So by the end of the show, I think the prize pool was like fifty grand. Like people had broken enough of the rules for like half of the prize. Like almost like a good chunk of the prize money was just gone. Like. And, okay um, so
1: they were they were in the house hooking up it was just like at a cost
0: yeah um okay but, gotcha. the thing is like they all like like but the the thing that sucked about the show is that they all won and like i watch a lot of reality television so i am very aware of the game show tax because re- there is a certain amount of tax money that comes out of the prize pool uh on these reality th- shows so like for example if you win a million dollars on survivor you're really winning like you're winning like like nine hundred or fourteen thousand dollars or something like that so, like, you're not really – so, I, I, I've I thought about it. I'm just, like, there's, like, ten people left on the show. So, they're all – after they're all taxed out, they're getting, like, bus fare or something like that. Like, they're getting a good right. amount of money. But, like, it's also just, like, really? Like, was it really worth it at the end to, like, do that to yourself? And, like, I, I guess you got – Yeah, like and now
1: this is your legacy, too. Like, now this is what people know you for. And you made, like, you know, $10,000 off of it.
0: Yeah, it was it was intense. And the last one that I watched – uh me and my uh my girlfriend just watched the first season of Love Island on CBS um and that's like uh, that's kind of like the same con- concept of like uh of Love is Blind except like it's like I don't because it's for like cable television it's like inherently less sexual uh and there actually is like an elimination process like you know there there's uh A group of people that show up on an island, they couple up, new people get introduced to the house, and, you know, there's a recoupling at the end of, like, every episode where, like, you know, either whoever, like, the dominant number is, like, gets to, like, recouple, and whoever's left out in the cold gets eliminated, and then they, you know, there's uh, a voting process from, like, viewers where, like, they vote on which couple is the best and which couple you want to see stay on the island until uh, the winning couple gets $100,000, and it was... It was cute. It was stupid. It's just it's junk food. Like shows like this are just like so like, like because you know none of these people like last anyway, except if you're like that one couple from The Bachelor back in like two thousand and five. Like yes. <laughs> like most of these like most of these people just like straight up just like don't last. But like it's it's a fun ride, and like if if you're looking for like a fun way to just turn your brain off, and like you've already watched like I don't know all of the sit all of the sitcoms, and like your you know the the. Like the juggernaut, like animated shows on Hulu or something. Like, I, I highly recommend watching a dating show. You might be surprised.
1: Hell yeah, I, I'm on the same boat as like I. I love just just how how bubble gum it is. You just chew it and you spit it out, and like that's it, and that's the extent of the show. I actually watched. Um, I don't. I don't. I think it was called Listen to Your Heart, but it was a spinoff of of The Bachelor, just with music. Oh, I've heard about this. It. Yeah. Oh my God, Kyle, it was the most mind-numbing thing i've ever watched in my entire life like (laughs) like, there is pretty much they they pair up into like i mean there's an even even group of people even number of people and they all pair up and like someone's always not happy with who they end up with like some people are really hot some people are really ugly but the whole thing is like (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing is like they have to they're trying to fall in love through the power of music or something so every week after they've been paired up, every week they like have to put on some sort of performance. And they had like kind of I mean, not I'm not saying like A-list, but they had like kind of significant celebrity judges. Like like Kesha was on it once, and I swear to oh, God, wow. she was just stoned out of her mind. I could tell. But like, <laughs> which I don't blame I don't blame her, but she like they, they were like guest judges and I can't stress to you how terrible they all were at music. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not only, not only were they like all kind of just very blah people, like not really strong personalities on any of them, but the whole point of the the show was that they were supposed to bond over music, and none of them were good at it. <laughs> and it was it was honestly so fun to watch because there was this one group who they got paired up, and this guy is just a grade A douchebag. Like you can tell he just like emulates <laughs> it, and um. So this girl's really liking him. He's, like, feeling really indifferent because he wanted to be paired up with this other girl. And so they're all sitting in a group. Maybe, like, four or five of them are sitting in a group. And this girl is, like, all cuddled up to this guy. He has his arm around her. And, like, uh, he, she's kind of, like, laying on his shoulder so she can't really see his face. And um, the girl next to him goes, like, like so is this, is this girl who's, like, on your shoulder right now? Is this the girl you wanted to be paired up with? And he, he, he literally has his arm around her. And he looks down at her to make sure she isn't looking, looks back at her and
0: goes, nah. <laughs> oh my
1: God. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, he was just, that's the entire show. That's like the the entire show in a nutshell. It's just like, these people are just kind of being thrown together and then make awkward music. And then they just get voted off because they suck. And that was the whole <laughs> show. And it was, it was mind numbing to watch. And then by the end of it, you're watching the last episode and you're like, what was the point of any of that? But when I tell you it's entertaining, it is really fucking entertaining.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, like the 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 Bachelor like extended universe is a strange place. Like I've never, I've maybe watched like one or two seasons of the Bachelor slash Bachelorette, and that's mostly because I watched it with my mom and she made me. Um, but like it's it's like the like the extended universe is like so strange, like. I know that they, I think they showed a bachelor like three times a week or something like that. And they're like two hour episodes and then there's bachelor in paradise. And then there's whatever the hell that was. You just watched like my God. Yeah. Like,
1: no, the bachelor is like ugh, some people really, really love it. I've never been able to get into it. The only reason I watched listen to your heart was because as soon as I heard that there was music involved, I'm like, Oh, this is going to suck. This is going to be so entertaining. Cause it's <laughs> going to suck so bad. So I watched it, but like the regular bachelor is like, Uh, as much as you try to convince me that these people are really in love and like like all those tears that they cry it's like i'm really falling in love with all three of these men it's like no you're not you just simply aren't i'm sorry (laughs) like i'm I'm such a i'm such a wet a wet blanket when it comes to the bachelor but it's like she's lying they're all lying
0: (laughs) that's i mean that's essentially what it comes down to like it's 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 so bad but yeah like i said there's actually a season of the bachelor on netflix right now so if you're looking again if you're looking to turn your brain off and like eat eat some junk food you know for a few hours i highly recommend that but uh so what w- what else has been on your radar since you've been inside it could be a new thing an old thing like what else have you been uh uh vibing with
1: um i'm currently actually like in the process of watching Shit's creek
0: Ooh, okay and- nice
1: did you did you watch Schitt's Creek?
0: I did. I finished it while I was in quarantine. That was another show me and my and my girlfriend watched together. So t- oh my tell god. me. What, tell me what you think about it.
1: It's so good. Oh my god. It's it's just it's almost like the humor in it is a self-aware kind of humor, which I absolutely love. Like the writers know what they're doing when they write the jokes that they're writing. And like, like, but at the same time, it's like really smart because these characters are have very specific personalities and like they kind of they kind of follow through very continuously with those character traits throughout the entire show from what i've seen so far i'm on season four i believe but like it's really intelligently written which i appreciate and at the same time like i think every single episode i laugh out loud at least once like i think it's it's so funny and roland oh my god (laughs) you know it's good acting when they come on the screen when a character comes on the screen. And it's like a visceral hatred or like, like a visceral, like, like disgust for that character. And that's how I feel about Roland and he's whoever, I don't know the name of that actor, but he is so good at being so uncomfortable. Like he's the same guy that did uh, my germs in scary movie. Oh, Do you remember that scene? Wow. How did I not put that together? Oh my God. Tell me when you're watching that scene in Scary Movie, you're not, like, so repulsed. It's the same that's thing like That's yeah, the guy with the hand? Yeah, it's the guy
0: with the hand. Take my strong hand? Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> that's, a yeah, glass, like, that, that's a legitimate react- my, my. The glass in my brain just shattered, and it's all over the floor. How did no, I not put it, that together? Oh, my God. The
1: actor is so good, so good at being repulsive, and he just does that with Roland so well to a point where, like, he's just such a frustrating character but you can't help but just be fascinated by how well he's written and how well that guy acts him out because you're a viewer on the other end of the screen but like you're you're experiencing exactly what like what the other characters are experiencing when they interact with him and it's just like frustration and disgust and like it's it's so good it's so well written the same thing with um bob the auto parts guy Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> he he is infuriating to watch every time I watch it with my friend Johan all the time. And like every time he comes on the screen, we're like, oh, fucking Bob, like, oh, there he is again. Like, because <laughs> we hate him. Like the characters are written so well that it's it's just so, so hard to not feel exactly the way that the other characters are feeling when you're interacting with them. Like, I don't know. I just think it's a really well-written show. I love it so far. I'm, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: No, yeah. I just recently finished it, like, a couple of months ago when the last season came out. And I agree. Like, I've always heard – back when, like, you know, peak quarantine was hitting and, like, I didn't have a job, I was compiling a list of shows that, like, I was going to to watch at some point. And that was high on a lot of people's lists. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I want to watch this. And number one, I love Eugene Levy. Like, Eugene Levy is, is just peak – dry dad comedy and like that is like a large portion of my brand in real life so like yes he he's a
1: genius he's so good
0: yeah like he's great like sex is like warm apple pie is just like it's iconic like if you haven't seen any of the american pie films like yes american pie a favor and do so and like like everyone on this cast is like so great like like Catherine o'hara like like oh my gosh She's fantastic. Like, her, her filmography speaks for itself. Like, her mm-hmm. range. Nightmare Before They Christmas. work so
1: well together. They're, like, they're such a good duo together. And the fact that he um, works with his, with his kids. Like, I didn't know this, but Twyla is his daughter.
0: Yeah. No, you don't realize that until you, like, if you're, like, actually watching the credits. But, like, yeah, both his, uh, his son and his daughter uh, act with him.
1: Yeah, and just the fact that they fucking named her Twyla again—that's just so funny. They th- they picked the most obnoxious name to name this like random girl. I think it's so funny. And um, <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten to the episode because uh, I've heard this like all over the internet. The episode where Alexis sings the Alexis song. Oh, boy. I haven't. I haven't gotten there yet, but that's what I'm waiting for. I want to see that episode so badly. So I'm like trying to make my way through it as much as I can to see the fucking Alexis song, because it seems so funny. I want to get there.
0: So like, just, it's really funny. You mentioned that like visceral reaction, whenever like rolling a Bob walk on the screen. Like I have that same, like that same like level of like uncomfortableness whenever like, uh, Annie Murphy's character is on screen. <laughs> like, it, like
1: yeah, she's like, She's written in a way that like it's so funny because when she's like interacting with her family she's this obnoxious obnoxious person but when she's interacting with like guys or whatever this actress she completely turns it on she becomes a different a different actress and you can tell that she's she's you know playing into this character where you for me I don't know if you know girls like this but I know girls like that in real life where like they're this one person when they're talking to you know their family their friends but then as soon as they talk to guys or whatever she's like this like different different person and like i think she's she just acts so well into the character and yeah she's another one that you get you get this reaction where it's just like kind of like your fight or flight goes off when alexis starts talking
0: (laughs) yeah like alexis is just like the way she like talks with her hands like her mannerisms like i don't know what it is it's just like it's it's like it's kind of like looking at a car accident or it's just like, I know that like, this is making me feel a certain way, but like, I cannot stop looking at it because she's just so yeah. freaking funny. And, like It's the way that she talks.
1: David, yeah, David, yeah, David, like oh, David,
0: it's, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and like, just like her arc as a character is like very interesting. Like she's just, just like, like, cause you've seen this concept done in like movies before where like, you know, rich family, like moves to like, shithole town and like they're broke like it's been done to death by like every studio known to man right. um like and sometimes in the case of like disney they do it with like horses which is funny um but uh <laughs> <laughs> i just i just watched the one of the horse scents i forget what it was i watched some decom the other week it was weird oh um, yeah you go on and on about decoms yeah that'll we'll, we'll save that for we'll, we'll get there eventually but, yeah <laughs> Um, no, but like Shits Creek is awesome. Like all six seasons are out on Netflix. I highly recommend watching it. Uh and like Dan like everybody's great. Like Emily uh Hampshire, uh or Hampshire I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she plays Stevie. She's awesome. And the thing that's great about the show is that it's like so like in it's 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 very like inclusive and fun. Like, you know, David Dan Levy's character is like uh his character is pansexual on the show. So like mm-hmm. it's very inclusive, and like the actress that plays Stevie Emily Ham- ha- Hampshire is pansexual in real life. Uh, that I found out after like you know going through like the the social media, uh, and stuff like that. So like it's, it's I very, love that I didn't know that. No, it's it's awesome, and like Dan Levy is just like so funny. Like his face, just like it just, like his-, his face when he's like disgusted is like absolutely amazing. And I've watched him in a couple of. Uh, he was in a holiday movie I watched back in December uh it was called happiest season it was on hulu it was a it was a great watch uh it's with kristen stewart and uh mackenzie davis i uh, highly recommend watching it. it's a real star-studded cast and dan levy is like in it for like maybe like 15 minutes but it's like um he's like coming off the bench and scoring like 30 points like he's so good in like the one role that he plays but
1: yeah it's definitely definitely a, a talented family that's for sure
0: so like i've always asked my guests like what their what their comfort thing is like while they're like in quarantine and stuff like that. It's like outside of just like reality TV, is there like, is there something that like you, you like to like indulge yourself with? whether it be like, you know, it could be a show, a movie, anything like of, of the media variety. Like, is there something that's like, you know, you're having a day. It's just, you, you kind of like throw on to like, you know, get, get your spirits back up.
1: Oh, avatar. The last airbender. I watched the entire thing. I was all not again. expecting
0: that answer from you.
1: Yeah, I, I watched Avatar all over again uh, during like real sad days of quarantine when everyone was like, fuck, we're really never getting out of the house. Like that's when I watched Avatar all over again. I was like, I need this. I need that like homey childhood feeling right now. So I just like, I just turned it on and I watched that over and over, over again. So much so that like my sister got me an Avatar shirt for, for Christmas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was a huge comfort thing because I was like, I don't know. You can't be sad when you're watching the Avatar. You really can't.
0: No, you can't. So, oh my – okay. So I was not expecting that from you because, like, <laughs> for as long as we've been friends – and, like, this is me with, like, most of my friends that, like, I've known since I was, like, growing up. Like, I've always been, like, the token nerd in all of my friend groups. Like, I'm the one that watches – you know, I'm, I'm still playing, like, Pokemon and stuff. Like, I'm wearing, you know, T-shirts with, like, you know, like, cartoon characters on it and stuff like that. So, like, I've always been – like the token nerd in like every friend group I've been in. And for as long as we've known each other, like you've had your, like your instances, but like, you're very much a normal functioning member of society, which is, which, which you know, <laughs> thank is, you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's, that's such like a, like it, it's, it's, it's a, it's an interesting answer because like avatar has always like walked that line of like, you know, like the, the anime kids love it. Like anyone that's like watched the anime in the past, like they're always like, Oh, like, you know, Avatar is great, and like it, it, it sparks a great debate of like whether it is an anime or not. Um, but but like that's a conversation for like a different podcast. Um, but it's also been great at like introducing people that like don't watch a lot of like cartoons drawn in that art style, like to the medium. Cause like I know a bunch. Like me and my friends rewatched it in quarantine when it went on Netflix. Um, my girlfriend just watched. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend just watched it and uh also just finished The Legend of Korra which is a sequel series uh, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it it's fantastic um but i agree avatar is just like i <laughs> i binge watched it in maybe like 4 or 5 days when like it was out again because it's just like it's so it's, it's like you said you, it's hard to be sad when like you're watching avatar it's such a great show if you have like you know uh it's it's on netflix all 3 seasons are on netflix um mm-hmm. if if you're into like you know, if you're into the hero's journey like type, uh, like story arc, then, like I highly recommend it. And like even like I said, even if you're not like, uh, if the art style like turns you off about it, like I promise it's like it's it's not that bad. Like,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, as someone who who doesn't watch a lot of anime, like I, I'm you know me, like you know how I love you know spongebob and i'm I'm a cartoon person i'm a huge fan of cartoons i watched all of rick and morty spongebob i love like bob's burgers i'm obsessed with and like if it's a good cartoon i'm on board and there's i mean it's arguably one of the best cartoons that we grew up with like it doesn't matter if you like anime or not it's just a really great quality cartoon and it's kind of irresistible if you watch the first episode and you understand like where the show is going to go Like, you're hooked after watching one episode. And I remember being little and watching, because I didn't, up until quarantine, I didn't watch them consecutively. It was always like when I was a kid, I would turn it on and I knew the premise of the show. So I would just like watch individual adventures, but like, I never got to actually piece them all together. So when I was watching it in quarantine, I could actually like appreciate the cohesive story that was happening that I couldn't really appreciate when I was a child, A, because I didn't have the attention span and B, just because I didn't have the time to sit down and watch all of it. Um, So as an adult, I got to really appreciate, you know, it, it cohesively, but still brings you back to being like a little kid watching Nickelodeon and just like, like, it's just so good. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about it. It's, it's another quality cartoon that like, it doesn't matter if you're into anime or not. It's, it's great. It's just a really great show.
0: Yeah. No, you, you, you definitely hit the nail on the head. Uh, It's awesome. And like, if you're, you know, someone that like follows the, you know, if you're someone that like you know reads deep into those like this the stuff like I do like when I watch something I get like super hyper fixated on it like i, <laughs> I like i I need to learn like the lore I need to know like everything else like I'm such like a a deep diver when it comes to like the media that I like because it, it encompasses a lot of like you know like i've I've always i've I've been saying this for like you know this will be the third episode straight. I'm a terrible consumer of media because I'm so busy, but like I like going but like the things that I have seen like really encompass who I am as a person and like Avatar is awesome. Like there's a character in it for everybody. Um who's your favorite character in the show? Just for for reference.
1: Oh, that's that's difficult. I mean <laughs> that's a hard question. I want I wanna to say Toph just because she's a little badass. No, like, she's I, I
0: I agree. She's awesome. Like
1: when she when she bends metal, it's like that's fucking right. Let's go, Toph. You know, like I, I love her. Um I'd have to say Toph, I think. That's she's just I, I wanna be her.
0: No, like, that's that, that, That's a great, you know, her storyline is is fantastic. You know, blind girl becomes the world's greatest earthbender. It's fantastic. Yeah. And um, my favorite character, personally, is, is Prince Zuko. Like, the tragic, like, I don't, <laughs> like I said, there's a character in there for everybody. Like, I don't think there's a, there's maybe, like, a handful of choices where, like, if you said that this is your favorite character, I'd probably look at you funny. Um, But, like most of the cast is like there, there's a quality about them that like you might be able to see in somebody else and like the the tragic story of, of prince zuko is is fantastic like watching that whole story arc develop is is great um dante bosco is a fantastic voice actor he's done a lot of of voice work mm-hmm. um if you're familiar with american dragon jake long like from that same era of, hell Disney. yeah 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 like um he's a he's a fantastic voice actor um i love sokka like i love like the bumbling buffoon like idiot characters that are like yes, that, that comic relief yeah like i like I'm a, I'm a huge comic relief like character person so like that's like right up my alley and also if you're interested um there is a show um on Netflix, also called the uh, oh my gosh, I have to look this. up. I think it's called the. Uh, hold on, it's gonna bother me. I have to look this up real quick. Give me a hot minute because this is this is important. I think it's called the the Dragon Prince. Hold on, give me a second. Live recording, folks. This is what we what we do here. The Dragon Prince, hey, it's Showbiz Baby. Yeah, so the Dragon Prince, Dragon Prince. It's, it is it is uh also an Aaron uh ehan's vehicle the guy that created avatar uh it features the, the the void the voice actor for Sokka is the lead in that show and like if you like avatar like there's a lot of like similar like story beats in there um it's only it's three seasons it's a really easy watch i watched it at the end of last in the end of 2019 i really liked it um so i highly recommend uh checking it out if you're if you're into avatar and also watch avatar it's great all three seasons are on netflix i just finished watching Korra um for the second time technically because the first time i watched it was actually also this year i'd never seen it all the way through um it was awesome um, yeah that's next i need to watch Cora next yeah for sure. it's, it's it's different like it doesn't have the same it, it's mm, i'll explain it we could talk more about it like behind closed doors like after as you watch it um but it's it's definitely it's different but it's it's phenomenal and it's necessary viewing so, Yeah, I'm
1: I'm a huge fan of any of any cartoon with a good storyline, like it, with good writing. Like I, I love cartoons. I will watch anything anything you think is good, Kyle. I got you. I will watch it.
0: I love that. I love that. So <laughs> uh, so what else What else have you been up to? What else is is what's what's on your mind? I know you said you 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 were su- I know you were super gung ho about this, which I appreciate. So is there anything else that you because we've been recording for about an hour? Uh so what what is else? It's already there? been an hour. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Time flies when oh, you're my having God. fun, right? Like this is what I love about like. Being just, just, what I love about podcasts, especially because like I have like a great like list of people that I can like call from, because I just get to like sit down and like talk to my friends about God knows what, and it's it's fantastic.
1: Oh my god, I'm having a great time. Um, <laughs> let me see something that I watched this year that was kind of like a once you experience it, it's like a before and after, like before you knew about it and after you knew about it. Do you know um the movie The Room, like the Tommy Wiseau movie? Yes, the Room? I do. Holy shit. Okay. I had no idea this was a thing, but I watched (laughs) that in 2020. And again, it was Johan. Shout out Johan. Um, He turned me on to this and he was trying to tell me (laughs) without having seen it. He was trying to explain it to me without like any context really. And it's just something that you truly have to actually see to understand. And yes. <laughs> I, I apparently this is like a, a, a really well-known thing. I had no idea. I didn't know about it at all. And like James Franco made a whole movie about like the background of it or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I that's something that happened in 2020 that I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, this is something that everyone needs to know about.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's it's definitely it's it's a it's a deep cut. Like it's it's really interesting coming because like you're not as much of a creature of the internet as I am. Uh even though you still make a great social media follow. I will I will say that. I am Thank you. Thank you. I, but like there yeah that's the room has been memed to death. I think every year, I forget what the day specifically was, but Adult Swim would like show the room like on their theirs their network. Um and that's a that's a that's a great deep cut film. I'm trying to think of just any like crazy movies that oh okay, I can think of one that I actually just watched uh for the first time like all the way through and you're gonna be shocked because it's a movie of like similar meme ability and that's the b movie
1: no you've never seen the b movie until recently
0: no i (laughs) know so let me explain I
1: mean, it's good for the meme as as far as like watching it for enjoyment like you're not missing much (laughs) but to understand the memes like yeah it's it's definitely a need to watch
0: yeah, so like I of course the, like if you're not familiar with the B movie, number one, How Are You Not? It's everywhere. Um, but like it's a it's an animated movie that came out in like I wanna say like two thousand and seven, maybe. Uh I'll I'll fact check myself as I talk about it. But like uh it's an animated movie, like featuring Jerry Seinfeld, um who plays an animated B. It came out yeah, it came out in two thousand seven. Um <laughs> it's it's it's, I I am trying to find a way to explain it because like when I, I I'd never seen it before, and like I just knew about it through the memes because I think like three years ago, like the meme of like oh it's like the B movie but X happens, like was <laughs> yeah. popping up on YouTube where it's like the B movie but every time they say B, the movie doubles in speed and like the videos yes, yeah. yeah or like it's it's so it's 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 so crazy but like it's it's Jerry Seinfeld he plays a B. Uh, who like flies out of his like hive for the first time and like they learn like it it's becomes like a legal like sort of thing. Renee Zellwigger's there is like a pseudo-romantic interest, which is weird as a human. Um oh. <laughs> it's like it's it's so it's so strange. And like but yeah,
1: I, if you if you had to like summarize the whole movie, um a bee leaves his hive for the first time, sees honey in a grocery store, and decides to sue humans for stealing honey and then Renee Zellweger falls in love with Chris Seinfeld as a bee, and that's the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> just... and it's like it's it's as chaotic as that short synopsis sounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it goes places, and there's like actually, there's a list celebrities in this movie, like Patrick Warburton's in this movie, Chris Rock is in this movie. I'm pretty. Do they actually pen Ray Liotta to play bad Ray Ray Liotta? I'm not, not uh,
1: They probably do. I mean it's 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 uh Ray Liotta as
0: himself. Oh my god. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> like oh, John like, like John Goodman's in this movie, like there's so many people that, like Adam Ma- Matthew Broderick, Simba, like come on. Like it's <laughs> it's it's I know it's the, the whole
1: thing and no one questioned it either. We all watched it as kids. Well, I was I, I was little when it came out. We all watched it and I was like, yeah, this is normal. I'm yeah. watching a normal movie. And then you become an adult, you're like, "No, it fucking wasn't." <laughs> <laughs> That's not a normal concept for a movie at all.
0: It's it's so bad. Um, but that that was that was, that was a fun experience. Um, I, I I don't know what else to say except just watch it if you feel like it. Like it's 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 fun background noise. I have nephews that come over, so like they love it. Like my brother watches the the B movie. Like he says, I swear six times a day, which is insane. And like I mean,
1: a man of culture clearly.
0: That's true. As as someone that like when I <laughs> live, when I used to live with my uh. When I used to live with my sister, like, for, like, a few months of my senior year of, in high school, um, my nephew at the time was, like, young, so, like, he loved Toy Story. So, like, and he, even my current nephews have gone through this phase where, like, I'd come home and, like, they'd just play all three, now four, Toy Story movies in succession with each other. So, like, I'm just forced to, like, of course I sit there and watch it because it's Toy Story and, like, I'm going to watch it every time it's on. But then I'm just like, God, I'm so sad. Like, why am I doing this to myself every day? Like... Yeah, it's, it's like time.
1: emotional turmoil watching watching Toy Story. I think I've seen it once and I was like, I need to mentally prepare myself to see that again. So like I just haven't <laughs> I haven't watched it again.
0: Which one? The 4th one?
1: The 4th one. Whatever one um they almost get burned to death in an incinerator. Oh, that's that's Toy story the one. 3. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was like, damn, this is maybe I should hold off for a bit so funny uh,
0: i'll tell this quick story before we, we we wrap things up here for the for the episode but um uh my story with toy story 3 uh i watched it in theaters the week it came out i think um i knew nothing about what was gonna happen because like it's nowadays it's like way harder to like avoid movie spoilers because social media is is rampant and like people just don't care and it sucks, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's true. So like um, this is a time before, like I think, you know, Twitter was like a super popular thing. I wasn't really on like social media that much. Um, Cause you know, I was a, a sophomore in high school, like, duh, why would I be? Um, But I, I went to go see the movie in theaters with my friends and like, you know, spoiler for a movie that came out like 11 years ago, by the way. So don't get mad at me. Internet. Um, there's a, there's the incinerator scene where like, you know, Woody Buzz and, like, all of, of Andy's toys uh, end up at, at a junkyard. And they are slowly moving towards an incinerator. And, like, the music is intense. And, like, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And, like, I am weeping, weeping in yeah. my seat um. in the theaters. I was freaking out. And then, obviously, you know, the uh, the toys don't burn to death because they get saved by the uh, by the aliens. And, you know, uh, the movie ends. Andy gives his toys to Bonnie. Bonnie. And that whole scene is, like, it, it, it fucked me up. Like, I was already being – I was just being kicked while I was down for the last 20 minutes of that movie. And It just, like, it made me feel a certain way. So, like, the movie ends, and um I get up out of my seat, and, like, there's still, like, tears in my eyes. And, like, I'm waiting for my friends, like, outside of, like, the bathroom or something. And, like, this guy looks over me. He's like, did you just see Toy Story? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yo, man, come here. And we hugged. <laughs> this, like, this, that's this, amazing this random man is like yo man it's okay it's gonna be all right like I, I i've never like i don't even know what this guy's name was i don't remember <laughs> what he looks like i just remember that me and a stranger embraced each other after watching our childhoods almost crash and burn in front of us and then they made a fourth movie which i have feelings about but i'll save that for another day but um
1: yeah uh, no because that that one scene where they're literally in the incinerator and they look at each other and hold hands and they just accept their fate you're watching it and You're like did I come to the right movie? Like, is this a children's movie? Are they actually just going to get burned alive right now? And then of course they get saved and you're like, Oh my God. And then, and then Andy gives away all of his toys and then it's just a different kind of pain. And you're like, Oh my fucking God. Like I came in here to have a good time.
0: You know? Is there another movie that made you feel like that? Like a movie that just like made you like, it, like it, even if you watch it now, like besides story 33, like it still makes you cry. Like, is there a movie that like, gets you like that? Oh,
1: this is, this is like, not, not in the Disney realm at all. But every single time I watch Moonlight, I will ball my eyes out crying. That's every single one. time. Oh my god. Also, also, um, these are my two favorite movies of all of all time. Uh, have you ever seen Cinema
0: Paradiso? I have not actually.
1: Oh, Kyle. Oh, bitch. You need to watch Cinema Paradiso. <laughs> it is so good. It's an Italian movie. It's all in subtitles, but it's really not a big deal. You don't notice after a while. And it's a. It's like it's like an Italian Forrest Gump. And Ooh. the ending. I'm not going to spoil the ending for you, but literal the first time I watched it I watched it in uh, my film class in college and let's just say like that it wasn't the setting to just be like ugly crying but I was like I couldn't <laughs> hold it back I was in my classroom just like weeping and no one else was and I'm like are you all made of stone how did you not cry at me? it was it, it's incredible I highly highly recommend it
0: it's it's funny you you mentioned you you act as if subtitles bother me as if I don't watch anime like come on that's so I, true
1: I should have I should have known better yeah. but it's great it's really really great i you need to watch it tonight and then let me know how you like it
0: (laughs) okay you know what i'm gonna do that because i'm in the midst of doing my uh 100 movies for the first time challenge um this year because my friend did that last year he watched 100 movies he's never seen and like now i'm gonna do the same thing because i'm unoriginal um so i've officially i think i've watched five movies this year that i'd never seen before um so i'm I'm gonna add a, a sixth one to the list later but we're gonna be getting out of here in a second so Number one, thank you for for sitting down and and talking to me about this because, number one, you're one of my favorite people. And number two, like, it's really weird. Like, like, it's – I don't know how you feel, like, about being – like, I've never, like, asked other people, like, if it's weird for them that, like, I am so famous because it feels like a vain question to ask. Because, number one, I use the term famous very, like, uh, ironically – But like it's 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 definitely like not a a normal question for your friend to just ask you to appear on a podcast. So thanks for entertaining. But you know
1: what? I feel like a more important person having known you, so that's good. And like I I, this might like really feed your ego, so like like keep this in mind. But when I was down in Florida, there was this um, this actually it was one of my really good friends. I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, I I did let you know, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. go Um, go tell the story. My good friends. One of my good friends, I was like, he he was talking about how he plays Smash Bros. and I was like, oh, um, do you like listen to the? I, I don't I don't even fucking know how it works, but like I guess you watch it live or something. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, do you know the the commentator Koopa? And he was like, oh yeah, I totally know him. I'm like, oh shit, I went to prom with him. <laughs> so he knew who you were all the way down in Florida. So. Marcus. If that doesn't make you considered at least D-list famous, I don't know what does.
0: I like completely forgot about that. Oh man, that's gonna that serotonin is gonna get me through the rest of the day. Like Hell
1: yeah, I'm happy to help.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So I know that you 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 know we established you're like you're not a huge uh, social media person, but uh, so like so where can the people find you at? Because I still think you're a great social media
1: twitter twitter Twitter's where i have the most fun it's nardo am N-A-R-D-O-A-M. Um, i post a lot of uh dank memes and mostly retweets if you're into
0: that <laughs> i'm about it and I, I highly recommend it but amanda thank you again for for joining me today i i'll i will have you back in the future for sure this was fun
1: hey sign me up i loved it thanks so much kyle
0: all right, guys, that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, this will probably come out the first week of February. Um, I think I might start uploading these weekly. I don't know. Fuck it. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. But okay. ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for this episode of Cooped Up. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at CoopanJ. Uh, follow the show at Cooped Up Pod. Email us questions at CoopedUpPod at gmail.com. Um, you know, let me know what you what you think, what you want to hear, who you want to hear. And yeah, until then, folks. Uh, That's going to be it for us. We will be seeing you guys next time.